find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Police are investigating a shooting that happened at the Family Dollar, which is right next door to where young Dolph was shot yesterday. We understand from witnesses the shooting happened near that Honda there. The person was outside the vehicle. They were shot in the leg in an apparent drive-by shooting. Drive-by shooting. Drive-by shooting. And what's wrong with a black man? What's wrong with y'all niggas? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. You niggas are crazy. You niggas are crazy. Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, man, we're just going to have some real talk. Um, You know, we're going to talk as adults. We're going to change up a little bit on the language. So, um, you know, this conversation is not for the babies, right? Because the language is going to be a little different than what it normally is on this platform. Um, you know, when you look at the news cycle, there's a lot of things going through the news cycle, right? You have, um, you got a Memphis artist whose name is Young Dolph, who unfortunately, you know, he lost his life due to gun violence, right? And, um, you know, unfortunately, he was killed in his hometown, right? So, you know, our hearts and prayers go out to his family. But see, um, see, when an American Negro dies, it's cliche for us to say that. The heart and prayers go out to his family. That, that's cliche, right? That's almost like... Um, you know, how if you was in the church house, you begin your testimony with, um, I thank the Lord for waking me up this morning and start me on my way. You know, when somebody dies, an American Negro, a black American, you start off the sentence with, our heart and prayers go out to the family, right? Um, uh, I was able to take a look, right, and, um, you know, an article from uh, HotNewHipHop.com, it caught my attention, and it said that Young Dolph reportedly owned over 100 Memphis properties and bought foreclosures for his children's birthday, right? So, you know, you got like a tragic event with this artist. Um, this real estate owner, this business owner, right? We're talking about Dolph, uh, black business supporter, uh, father. I'm not exactly sure if he was a husband, but it seems as though, right? And um, I don't want to be petty, but I'm like, I'm thought to myself, like, you know, have anybody seen Black Lives Matter yet? Nobody's seen Black Lives Matter yet. The clock is ticking. They pop up every now and then, raise all this money. But they kind of have a weird dynamic. They operate off a playbook that says, we step up and poke our chests out when a so-called white man 
kills a so-called black man. But we see it over and over again. When niggas, right? Excuse that term. You know, we don't like we don't like to use that term on this platform, but we just gonna have a, an adult conversation. When niggas kill niggas, you don't see them. When the devil kill niggas, you see them. When niggas kill niggas, you don't see them. But they raise and collect money from niggas, devils, everybody that's willing to give. Right? Um, we don't know where the money go. We don't know if it goes to an HBCU. We don't know if it goes to conflict resolution. We don't know where the money goes, but it's going. You know, the way this thing goes in the black community is a famous person dies. You know, if he's an artist, we play his music on the radio for maybe like the next week or so. They have a bunch of candlelight visuals. It's a bunch of RIPs. They play a lot of his music. They tell by everything he has going on. And then it's off to the next, right? Out this whole ordeal, the other story that's coming out the news cycle is a young devil. His name is uh, Kyle. I think it's Kyle Rittenhouse or something like that. Um, he killed, I think, two people, wounded another one. He went home. He was found not guilty, right? They did some type of, uh, I guess, like, self-defense thing or whatever but they let the kid go home right the devil is at home at the end of it all this cow kid is at home because his community protected him right his um <laughs> you know when you go down to the courthouse they say the uh the jury of your peers right so they felt as though that even though they looked at the evidence of what he did the cow kid, it wasn't severe enough for him to spend the rest of his life in prison. It's just not that severe. On the flip side, we got an artist named Young Dolph shot down broad daylight in a city that he's from. And um, his killers, is, I don't think they'll be found. Because their peers is not going to convict them. Their peers is not going to say that they're guilty. Because uh, in the black community, they have a no snitch code that benefits nobody but the criminals, right? So ultimately, you know, when we say our heart and prayers go out to the family, you know, I sit over here and I think about it and I say, you know what? My heart and prayers go out to black women. That's who my heart and prayers go out to. To me, man, it can't be nothing harder than being a black woman in America. Living inside the inner city. Living around niggas. Man, I feel, so I feel sorry for you, sis. I mean, to have your children grow up, right? Because the foundation of culture... How things should be ran and regulated and um, 
what we seem to say is proper and improper, it's off the backbone of the man. It's off the character of the man. It's off the uprightness of the man. But the black man in America, man, he don't have no character. He don't stand on no principle. He don't have no backbone. He's a man of pleasure. So if, you know, these two options is put before him, whether this black American man have to choose between responsibility and pleasure, he's going to take pleasure all the time. He's going to take pleasure all of the time, 90% of the time. They got like this, um, you know, they reveal like, um, like the surveillance footage, right? And you see two niggas with military grade machine guns jump out of car and assassinate young Dolph, right? But it's just not young Dolph because believe it or not, what we it's just a um, you know, young Dolph situation is just a snippet of what happens. I can guarantee you the same day he got shot and killed, somebody got shot and killed in Cincinnati, in Oakland, in Los Angeles, in Detroit, in Chicago, in Harlem, in Orlando, in Miami, in New Orleans, in Birmingham, in Nashville, in Kansas City, in Little Rock, in Gary, in Milwaukee, in St. Louis. It happened all over. It's the same thing all over the place. Niggas killing niggas is as American as apple pie. Somebody, because he's famous, they're going to come out with some conspiracy theories and, oh, you know, this is going on at the record label and he was trying to do this. He, no, 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 no. No. He's a victim of black culture. Because this is in the culture. And the real victim is the black American woman that have to live amongst this. Can you imagine raising children around? Jeez. Sad, man. This is sad, man. I, You know, they say I'm bugging, you know. When we have conversations on this platform, I encourage black American women. I'd be like, yo, don't even date brothers. Black men got a level of poison that it is... Everywhere where black men in America populate, it's dangerous. It's going to be dangerous. They blame it on every, everything under the sun. They, the black American man would never provide a safe community for his woman. He's not going to do it. It's not in him to do it. Something is off. And then they can find every excuse. In the world. Oh, it has something to do with slavery. And it's something to do with this and something to do with that. He can literally, the black man in America can walk into a neighborhood and convert an entire neighborhood to a single parent community in less than 10 years. He's not interested in marriage because marriage, again, if you put two glasses before him to drink. One is a glass of pleasure. The other one is a glass of responsibility. He's going to go for pleasure all the time. 
He's not going to go over responsibility. So the messenger used to say this. He said, what means and method that should be used to remove the poison and the rust from the said worst ones? Almighty God. What means and methods that should be used to remove the poison and the rust? From the said worst one, what program is going to help this American Negro? What program is going to help him? What program is he is full of poison and rust, according to the messenger himself? The messenger said he had a program that can clean up all 17 million. But, you know, we're not using that program. So what are we doing? Black women, I feel sorry for you. Black women in America is caught between a rock and a hard spot. Your community will always be filled with drugs as long as the black man is there. It's going to always be filled with violence as long as the black man is there. You're always going to have more single parent relationships than married relationships as long as the black man is there. You're going to have this senseless I mean, just think about the, um, you know, we call them customs and courtesies, right? How to conduct yourself in the neighborhood. And every code that the black American man come up with is bullshit. It's bullshit. This man absolutely respect nothing. Nothing is sacred to him. The victim is Dolph Children's mother. Dolph's mother and the rest of the black mothers that's out there because guess what? More black men are going to die behind this. And if you're lucky, and I'm using that term lucky loosely, only black men is going to die behind this because the way these guys are shooting these military grade machine guns, they might hit some strays, might hit some women by mistake, might hit some children by mistake, but guess what? It's just another day in the hood. I hate that for you, black woman in America. I hate that for you. When your babies get killed by the enemy, right? Where is the kid from Florida um, that half-breed a Hispanic devil down there uh, that killed Trayvon? He's still walking around. Ain't nobody with military-grade machine guns ran up on him yet. I'm not calling for that, right? I'm just not. We're not calling for death. We're just calling it what it is. Uh, all these guys, these devils can mistakenly, you know, wh where is these guys with the military grade machine guns when they killed the kid in Georgia? That he was going inside the vacant houses. And all those Negroes, all they did was just protest up and down the street for a week. Where's the, where's the guys with the military? You don't see them. They taken off. They, they took off work for that day. Anytime the neighborhood need these niggas to stand up for them with these military grade machine guns, you don't see them. But you know when you do see them? When an artist that owned over a hundred properties bought all kind of foreclosures, is employing people, supporting black owned businesses, XYZ, this is when you see them show up. They can show up at 2, 3 in the morning to shoot up a car. 
they can show up. They can meet you at the you, you leave the nightclub and shoot up you and your car and everything else. You know, uh, we got an artist in Detroit. His name is Obi Trace. You know, they shot up Obi truck. He was driving home on the interstate. They just shot up the Range Rover. They can kill proof. They can kill Blade Icewood. They can kill Dex. They got all the ammunition in the world. But when it comes to shoot their open enemy, they disappear. You can't tell me something is something is wrong with this American Negro. Something is wrong with his mind. He's full of poison. The messenger taught us that. Dr. Neely Fuller Jr. taught us that. I don't agree with everything Mr. Fuller said, but I agree with that. He said, niggas should avoid each other like the plague. We had a previous conversation before. I'm like, yo, sis, if you're a single parent and you're raising young men, they don't need no homeboys. They don't need no homeboys. If they can't play with their siblings or their first cousins, they don't need to meet. Nope. They don't need to be hanging with none of them niggas in the neighborhood. None of them. They don't need no friends at all. Two gunmen run up on dude. Two gunmen. And they knew they knew just enough how to get the stolen car and make the hit in the stolen car and where to go dump the stolen car. Police already know who did it. If the streets know, the police know. Police already know who did it. But you know what? The streets know who did it too. Just like Kyle community protected him from jail, there's niggas in the black community protecting the shooters from jail. That's the jury of their peers. They live by a no snitch code. Your baby's black woman is going to continue to die in that neighborhood because the black American man don't got no backbone. He don't stand up for shit. He don't represent nothing. And the first chance he get, all they're going to do is throw you under the bus. Nothing is sacred to this dude. He's selling dope to the family members. He don't believe in protecting the institution of marriage. So if your wife is a little flirty, he's going to hit your wife. Your uncles and aunties, his moms and dad got a drug problem. They're going to stay with a drug problem around him. He's going to keep dope. He's going to keep heroin in their veins. He's going to keep coke up their nose. He's going to keep crack in their pipe. He's about pleasure. And I hate it for the black American woman because she got to deal with it. If he's running low on funds, he's coming in your house. And he will literally have a shootout in your home. You can catch this nigga in your home and then have a shootout in your home over your shit. He have a shootout in your driveway over your car. Christmas time coming up. You know what that means? Don't go to no dollar stores after 4.30, 5 o'clock when it get dark because it get dark early in the winter. That's what that means. This is how, you know, this is how you this is how you mentally have to massage yourself when you're from the hood. Every holiday season in Detroit, you never go, and this advice can be used every single inner city in America. When it becomes fall time, right around Thanksgiving, 
you just you set that automatic watch in your brain. You don't go to no dollar stores after four thirty five o'clock. You don't know. You don't go to no Dollar Trees. You don't go to no small independent stores, independent retail stores, because this is when niggas go in and start robbing because they ain't work all year. And now it's time for them to get the money for Christmas. They baby mamas let them off the hook all year. They never had to do nothing. So this is the one time the black American woman called on their kids' fathers. And they can't show up because they ain't been working and they had to pull a lick. They got to pull a jug to big up the money to get little man something to go get TT something. So it's going to get dangerous when you work at these small, low level retail stores. They are passed by the bank to rob the dollar store. Something is off with the American Negro. This is real talk, man. And us as men, we can deal with these niggas. But I hate it for the black American woman because, see, these are your kids' fathers. These are your brothers. These are your uncles. And you look at him every day. You know he ain't shit. He ain't going to be shit. Came up in the same neighborhood as you. Went to the same high school as you. Sometimes raised in the same household as you. And somehow he get more connected to the streets than you do. You know, it, when you see black women, single parents, and they raising black boys by themselves. And this is sad, but we're going to, this is real talk. I'm going to put it all the way out there. When you see black mothers, single, single parent mothers, right? Because that's the thing black men love to do. Knock up women and get lost. You know. He 26 years old. He, It's almost impossible to find a black American man that's 26 years old and he's just on his, he's probably on his third baby mama by then, right? But you get that black American woman, right? She'll take little Jamal, she'll take little Jamarcus, she's going to run him to church every Sunday, Bible class all the time. And if she stay out around devils, this is the saddest part. If she stay around devils in a devil community, Jamal going to be all right. He going to deal with a little racism, but he going to be all right. If she take that same child, take him to the church just the same amount, but she stay in the hood, that hood going to start pulling on little Jamarcus, start pulling on little Jamal, and one of them may get caught up because niggas love to pull other young black men into foolishness and convert them over to being a nigga. A little leaven, leaven up the whole lump. It just takes a little bit. And when that nigga mentality get in the neighborhood, it's there. It's running rampant, man. I hate it for black American women, man. I hate it for y'all. I hate it for y'all, man. I hate it for y'all. Sometimes, you know, you got to raise these sons and hey, y'all can't have no friends, bro. It's too many of y'all, man. Y'all play with each other. Y'all don't bring no homeboys over this motherfucker. This family too big. We got too, you got too many first cousins. It's too many of y'all up in this house. Y'all play with each other. Don't bring no niggas over here. Because all they're going to do is get you in some shit. This is sad reality, but this is how black fathers have to raise their sons. This is how, this is how you got to raise your sons. 
Don't ride four deep in no goddamn car. Don't ride three deep in no goddamn car. Get in the car with your brother. Get in the car with your cousins. Y'all ride. Because I can, family, I can put the finger on my family. These niggas out here in this neighborhood, you don't see their moms. You damn sure ain't going to see their dad. Their dad been gone. Mama got to go to work all day. He out here by himself. Ain't shit but trouble finna happen. And they're going to repeat the cycle because he's 22 years old and he got three kids already. So the cycle is going to repeat. Black women, I feel sorry for you, man. My heart goes out to you. We just, this is real talk. Y'all in a hell of a situation. Y'all are in a hell of a situation, man. They, your big VJ, you bugging. I say, black, I tell black women, hey, go get you a devil. I tell black women all the time on this podcast, hey, you want to be real with you? Go get you an Asian man. Go get you an Asian man. Go get Chun Lee somewhere. Go hang out with Chun Lee. Have you some um, black and Asian children? Because this nigga, it just ain't going to work. Right now in the neighborhood, everybody closed lips. They keeping it real. And if the shooters get identified, that means one of them little niggas got to get caught doing something else because they don't want you in devilment. You, you, you're in there. And two or three years down the line, one of these little niggas going to get caught and he going to use who, who was the other shooter with him as a bargaining chip to get out of jail. Right. So we talking about this Kyle kid. Oh, justice is not served and justice is not served. Yo, that place downtown, that courthouse is not built for justice. They don't care nothing about no justice. That's a rat race down there. They're down there to get some money. Because if if this was a judicial system that was built on justice, you couldn't go down there and make no deals. But if, if I seen a murder. I can put that chip in my back pocket. And if I get caught selling dope or something one day. I can say, hey, you know what? I want to cash in one of my chips. Man, you facing 15, 20 years. The hell I am. I got a chip. I remember something from back in the day. And uh, I remember a murder and such and such murder, such and such. So somebody cut me a deal so I can get up out of here. So if this was a system based on justice, they'd say, hell no. We're going we gonna to put the guy in jail that you told us about. And your ass going to go to jail too for them. No, it don't work like that. You, you can bargain down there to get out of it. That's what snitching is about. If this judicial system was about justice, if you snitch it, you still going to get the same time. They're not giving those niggas that snitch the same time. They're letting them niggas go home. I unfortunately was aware of a guy. wasn't in my neighborhood. He was in a neighborhood, two neighborhoods over. This nigga had about five, four or five sexual assault cases on him. He got his strong arm and pussy. And um, eventually, he ended up killing one of the young ladies. She had three or four kids. Some uh, domestic shit went, went down. He ended up killing her. He get life. But before he got life, he had already like four or five sexual assaults on him. Right? 16 year. I mean, this is a grown man. 16-year-old female, 17-year-old females. You know why he stayed free? Because he was a snitch. That's why he stayed free. It's not about justice in America. It's not about justice. So being that you can't get the quality that you, the quality of life that you deserve and get that pursuit of happiness that you deserve, 
you know, through the judicial system, at the very least, you should find safety and comfort in your own neighborhood. And goddammit, black woman, it ain't there. That is a sad day to wake up to know that the community that you live in going to all think about this now going to always be filled with drugs, going to always be filled with robberies, going to always be filled with single parents as long as the black American man is there because he is full of poison and rust. And that's the real tragedy that we have to face in these days and time. And that's cold. And I hate it for y'all black women, but it is what it is. It's cold. It's a sad thing. Damn, man, I wish it was different. It ain't no different. And I'm going to say this before I let you guys go, right? Because dig this. There's a lot of people, young folks, they don't know no better. They're young. Things are getting worse. Things are getting worse. I'm like, no, no, no. Things are not getting worse. In a weird kind of way, it's getting a little better because Detroit in the 80s, in the 90s, you can lose your life by stepping on a man's shoe at a house party. You step on that man's shell toes. You step on that man's Air Force Ones. In other words, you step on that man's 65 $70, $75 shoes, right? That it, it may have cost them $5 to make. But you step on that man's $75 shoes, you lose your life in Detroit in the 80s behind that shit. Well, to keep it real, you lose your life for that shit today. If you stare at a man too long in the city of Detroit, you can lose your life. I'm going to show you the level that we got to as a community, and I'm going to let you guys go. I'm from a neighborhood called Plymouth. Plymouth is on the west side of Detroit, right? Man, I'm going to tell you guys a little story. Like every inner city in America, niggas have figured out a way to make the gas stations out of all places the most dangerous place in the city, right? So, you know, you get these guys, these activists that come on and say, you know, black on black crime is the same as white on white crime because, you know, you kill where you live and all this so kind of some shit that these liberals and sold them, right? Some weird shit that these Democrats, you know, niggas is running behind these Democrats and this victimhood shit. And they they just they they pepping our people, but they've been doing it. So what they do, they give you a statistic and say, well, 90 percent of whites kill 90 percent of whites and 90 percent of niggas kill 90 percent of niggas. And these devils and these niggas is just killing each other. They live in their community. But when you look at the numbers to the rate, this is true. Devils do kill devils at the tune of like 90%. But how many in that community? You can go through a zip code and find white on white deaths and it'd be about five or six died in that whole zip code. And that zip code could include, you know, 25, 30, 35,000 people. You use that same zip code when you come to the hood, come to the inner city, you pick one zip code out. Right. My zip code is four, eight, two, two, seven. And we like seventy five thousand deep. And the bodies is much higher than five and six and shit like that. It's it's triple that. So, yeah, to the percentage. Yeah. Black on black crime is the same as white on white crime percentage wise. But when it comes to the numbers of how many bodies is hitting that grave, it's not the same. Right. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. So, again, niggas have figured out how to make the gas stations, the service stations, the most dangerous place in America now. It's always some shit going on 
at the gas station. So I'm going to tell you a story about my neighborhood. This is where the hearts and minds of niggas have went, right? There's a gas station on Plymouth. And um, it's dangerous, right? You go there when it's dark. These gas stations is dangerous. So, you know, we're kind of trained, though, to like, uh, if you got to get gas, you go to Dearborn. Right. You got to go way over to where the Arabs live at. The Arabs live in a place called Dearborn in Detroit. The Jews live over there in Oak Park. Right. In Detroit. So we closer to the Arabs. So we go to the Arab community to go get gas. We go to Dearborn. You only go to the gas stations in the neighborhood if you like smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? So you can go in there and get you a swisher or go in there and get you a quarter water. You know what I'm saying? Some ice water, a cheap beer, something like that. Other than that, you have no reason to go into the, you know, at all to go into the gas station in Detroit at all. No reason at all. You do not sit there and pump gas in the city of Detroit. You like a sitting duck. You just don't do it. In any event, though, niggas is at the gas station on Plymouth. So, of course, it's a shootout, right? We don't know what these niggas shooting over. They just shooting. They shooting at each other, right? Well, you got one guy coming out of the store. He's busting. You got the other guy in the car pulling out of the service station. Dude in the back, he busting. They busting back at each other. The dude in front of the gas station, he get hit. He was he got hit. He was trying to kind of like turn and make his way back into the gas station. But when he got hit, he fell, right? He fell in between the door. So to paint the visual for you. Half of his body is like, you know, his 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 uh, waist up is inside the store, inside the gas station. And his waist down is outside the store. But the, he's wedged in between the door, right? He's laying in front of the door. The car of the dudes that shot him, they already pulled off. They skirted off. They gone. Now, while this shootout is taking place, niggas are sitting at the gas station watching the shootout. They just sitting there watching and seeing him shoot back and forth and all this. After... After dude get hit, you know, the car pulled off. My man got hit. He landed in the door. The door's kind of, he can't, he's hit. He can't move. The thing that bugged me out the most, and this is my neighborhood, is that the people that watched the shootout, they knew the code. And the code is, if niggas fight, because this is the programming, if niggas had a fist fight, I can record it. I can pull out the phone and I can record it. But they program these niggas to, if you see a shooting, you do not record that. You keep your phones in your pocket. Think about the just the programming in that alone. If niggas fight, you are programmed now. Listen to me now. To pull out the phone, stop, swipe up, unlock the phone, find the camera, hit the record, and you aim it on a fight. You get the whole fight recorded and then later... You upload it on some type of one of these apps, social network apps. But that very same person is programmed that if the guns come out, you do not pull the phone out. Right. Dig that. So nobody pulled their phone out. They just watched these niggas shoot at each other. When dude got hit. The audience that was watching still wanted to get gas. So they had to step over him. They're stepping. Oh, he's laying. He shot. Right. This is an original man. These is all American Negroes. But these niggas is programmed. They they seen violence so much and bloodshed so much that 
they stepped over him because he's in the middle of the door to walk in to the Arab that own the gas station. Because when you come to Detroit, all the Arabs own all the gas stations. Just to give the Arab, they say, man, give me 10 on two. Then the female will walk over. Give me 15 on two. Then uh, they leave and do down and nobody calling an ambulance. Nobody call. This is the days and time we live in. And even with that, my heart goes out to the black American woman because that's somebody's child. And if the man, watch this, this is how it really works. If the black man loved his woman, you wouldn't see this amount of gunfire. Because every time he pulled that trigger, he knows he's shooting somebody, grandson, somebody, brother, right? Somebody's father, somebody's cousin. But if I love the women enough, I won't do it. I'm going to give you a pass because I don't want the... I don't want your mom and that old black. I don't want to take you from your baby. I don't want to take you from your kids, but I don't love you. So black men through their actions are saying, fuck your mama. Fuck your mama. Fuck your grandmama. Fuck your kids. Right? And they live underneath this energy. And it's a fuck you, fuck you, fuck you mentality until the devil with a police outfit come and shoot you. Then all of a sudden, it changes overnight. It's something. This is the most hypocritical community on the planet. This is the most hypocritical community in the planet. The reason why Black Lives Matter is not down there with Dolph because a cop didn't kill him. If a devil police officer was pulling that trigger, there'd be marching, protests, and all that. But some niggas did it. So they're going to put the candlelight visual out there. They're going to play some music. You know, they're going to remember, you know, they're going to do some more smoking and drinking in his remembrance. And then they're going to go on to the next thing. While the black queens, princesses, got to walk around with the baggage of trauma, pain, hurt, and loss because of this. And she's in prison. She can't escape. The love of men have waxed cold. What program can we use to remove the poison and the rust? Until then, niggas going to continue to kill niggas. And in America, in the wilderness of America, niggas Killing niggas is as American as apple pie. We apologize to you, black woman. We sorry. We created a hell for you. And we have no idea how to create a heaven. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Real Black Content is Forum Podcast. Black women, I don't know what to say. We sorry. Peace.